As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shar Margolis, Shar Communications Incorporated, and Shar Vision LLC do not endorse or offer for any purpose but entertainment the views of any guest or other expert on Shar Vision or UBN. I knew things before they happened from the time I was a child. At the age of eight, I saw a spirit at the foot of my bed and didn't know what it was. And in my 20s, I finally realized I had a special ability that could help others. I have learned that love never dies. There is a spirit world that can communicate with us, and we all have the gift of intuition. Join me, and together we will explore the possibilities of the unknown from beyond and more. This is Shar Vision. Hi, everybody. It's Shar and Sunny, and Sunny's so excited because we have a lady here today. Her name is Jessica Hagen, and she is a she's a totem. Some I'm not sure what you, she does things with symbology and totems and animals. Like everybody has a totem animal, right? Okay. So can, and, and so tell us, um, you, and you're a healer and you do intuitive healing. How, tell us a little bit about how you do what you do and what are animal totems? Sure. Well, it, you know how everybody ha was born with uh, a, sky, a sky chart, um, how uh, planets were aligned in a certain right, way? Right, right, astrologically. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, um, there's also an Earth-based cosmology that everybody has, which is about animal guides. And when you were born, um, a certain nine animals, uh, spirit animals, were present uh, for you, to guide you through your life walk. Really? Yes. Was Sunny? Yes. <laughs> I it would, was? I would definitely Sunny say. Sunny was you with mommy, honey. Oh. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. Oh. And so they are energies and teachings, uh -huh. uh, very specific, um, that you wanted to learn for this particular life walk. So they are guides and friends and teachers. You could say that animal guides are earth-based angels in animal form. Okay, so are these spirits that we're going to 
form on the earth and become your friends in physical animals or so animals you know how there's nations of people right there's nations of animals right so you have the elephant nation which is oh a field of energy right of the elephants right and so every animal has a nation you've got the ant nation the are you the, an elephant person i have an uh, elephant in the totem yes i bet you do <laughs> So that's so so everybody has different animals in their totem. They do. And each animal uh energy really describes their gifts and powers that they have in this life walk. And okay. when you know what those powers are, you play to your strengths more. So for example, if uh in in our culture, you know, we promote as a culture to be, you know, assertive and aggressive. Right. But if your animal totems are like deer, and rabbit oh, that's right. not going to work out for you no you 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 are in power when you evade and when you find other ways rather than con to confront oh but likewise the opposite would be if somebody's being told not to confront and they've got all of the like tiger energies and so they need to confront energies so we need to know what your way is what your medicine gifts how are. do we know what our animal totems are there's all kinds of ways to discover that how so how <laughs> how how as, as the indian guides come through yes well they are the one that their culture is probably you know the um the culture that developed the most understanding but every culture in the world uh recognizes the power and and gifts of animals like the the chinese have an entire calendar cosmology based on animals oh right it's the year right? of the dog the right. year of the so they know every every indigenous culture knows that animals were here first there are teachers and our friends right. and so the way you can discover what your totems are is through ceremony mm -hmm. it can involve dreams um but i also offer a ceremony and other pe you can find people who offer that ceremony but you can also do the ceremony yourself how can people find you to do the ceremony oh, do you have a website i do is it, well, up, is it up there john, john it's it the, mm -hmm. otter on a rock otter oh uh -huh. is otter one of your animals yes so otter on a rock is my spiritual what are, name what are your otter animals <laughs> I couldn't help it. What are my otter animals? <laughs> you got elephants. You got an yes. otter. Yes. Uh, so I have um, dolphin. Oh, <laughs> dolphins are amazing. Do you know what you might have? Do you have you? Well, I know you've got a maybe some wolf or or um, wolf. I could be, but I could he looks be like a of, fox too. I could be part of the wolf gang. Wolf and fox. Not wolf gang Mozart, but, <laughs> but the, wolf, the wolves. The wolves. The wolf people. Like the wolf pack. Yeah. So I, could, I could see that. And yeah. a cat? I see a cat. Yeah. I, I had six cats at once. But you know, I also see otters. Otters find each other. So really, yeah, I definitely can get a. I get an otter vibe. I don't know what an otter looks like. What does an otter look like? Yeah, the, does it look it. like a beaver? I'm gonna pull it. Off. No, they're the long, like little puppies of the sea. Yeah. Oh, otters! <laughs> oh, they're so cute. Yeah. Oh, look yes. at Sunny. Look at you have a brother. They are. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, they're well, they like. Do, um, they do kind of look like puppies. beavers in a way. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. But so I suspect you have a little bit of otter energy in you. You think so? Yes. What about Elisa? Does she have an otter energy? 
Oh, oh she's looking. no, I think beaver. Beaver. <laughs> beaver, yeah. Da, 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 I'm getting da, a beaver vibe. Because <laughs> there's just a Good subtle beaver. difference in the culture, energy. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. you no, you know your stuff. <laughs> you know how to do this. Now, can I ask you something? Like at one time I had horses. Yeah. Okay. A lot of times animals that have been in your life are your totems. Okay, and I feed the deer. Yeah, that's probably because you have a connection to the deer. I probably do, and it's illegal, but I do it. I know, but, you know. They need to eat. And, so and, and every spring we have the babies, and they're spotted and gorgeous. I know. Well, they're sacred. They're just sacred. They are, How can right? You not? Do, you, do you have deer? Yeah. when I, An office in Sierra Madre uh, has deer running around those but hills do you all have the time. a do you have a oh no I don't have that totem but it's important because you have an animal totem which is uh, comprised of nine but that's a description of your um, your your inner strengths but you have all the animals visiting you at any time and you can call on any animal do animals living animals have totems oh that's a great question like I know like um, we have spirit guides, and I know animals can have spirit guides. Yeah, I would, but you know, that is a ch such a great question. I would suggest that they are going to be the channels for their nations. Oh. You know, and so what they talk about with themselves, right. they probably have a whole different setup. They probably have human totems. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, but, but humans don't know unconditional love as well as dogs do. I know. That's why they're our teachers. But, they, but we're learning what they know, and we know things, and they're learning and from they're, us. they're learning yeah. how to beg for food. <laughs> we don't really know what they're learning. We don't. No, but he reads my mind, yep. and he reads pictures, my thoughts pictures. and if like uh, if I'm ready to like and when he when I get tired he goes on the bed first because he knows I'm going to be I'm, there yes. within minutes that's right they know before I do I'm ready for bed they do right <laughs> do you have cats cats I yeah. figured you had yeah. cats I love cats yeah Ugh. a so little powerful. allergic to them but they're so amazing mm. and they and they totally read your mind like you put those black pants on the bed and you think, don't you dare jump on those while I'm in the shower and get them all. They will be there when Any you're out of the shower. Any new surface is the domain of the cat. Yeah, <laughs> but they know. Yeah. They read your mind. I, I, I was at my friend's house in, 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 in uh, Aspen years ago and I really splurged and bought these really expensive snow boots and they were really expensive and they had laces. And I thought, I'm going to put him in the closet, and her cat better not chew the laces. Oh. Cat chew the laces. If you think about it, they, they can read your mind. pick it up. Yes, they can. They, they pick up your pic the pictures that are going on in your head. And so a, a lot of times when, uh, when you move or something, right. you've got images of an, a house that they're not in. Oh. So they get stressed. Oh. So thinking about them in the new house or something is going to calm them down. Well, how can we find our totems? How do we do this? How can, like, is, can we just meditate and we yes. see an animal and then that's our totem? Oftentimes it's, it's, it's honestly just, it's kind of too simple to believe. Right. So it's really what animals make you resonate. What right. animals are the ones that like, they kind of, a lot of times they make you, they make you feel a little sad. 
because you feel disconnected from them in our urban environment. Oh yeah. And so that's the first step in trying to connect with your animal totems is to like release that sadness and know that on an energy level, you are right there with them. You know, um, sometimes psychically, Animals represent different things to me when I do reading. So yes, you're picking up on their the spirit. Yeah, but I mean, but it's not fair to the animals. It's like, oh, I think I know what you mean. Like a coyote. Our culture judges animals. Yeah, and there's no bad animals in no, nature. No, there's no bad animals. But we define that as us in a social way to communicate intellectually. And the thing that is so interesting about animal spirit totems is that they are on a, on one level a symbol. Right. Like, you know, the ohm sign that you can, or right. a yantra that you can visualize and right. like meditate with. It's a mental symbol, but they're alive. So they relate to the mind and the heart in a way that a static symbol never could. So they are living symbols that are teaching how to open the heart and, mm-hmm. and learn about the realities of nature. Mm-hmm. Because they are, there's nothing, you're never gonna get a sarcastic animal or a subtle animal. They're gonna be exactly what you see. They don't they're lie, they're, they're, honest. they're just utter truth. But I know people who are always lying. I know. <laughs> I mean, I know one person who's always lying. I know, I know. And there's an animal totem that can teach that person. What's the what's the, the animal? The the coyote, the trickster. Oh. That's so weird because I did I say coyote already? You did, mm-hmm. yeah. You brought him in. I He's just in the said the now. coyote because because yeah. that friend was on your mind. Well, yeah, but also there there were howling coyotes recently that were had a kill and yeah. they like Three times in one night, I heard them. We're so lucky in this city because we have so many animals actually living in our area, in the and urban environment. We're, we're in Los Angeles, everybody. We're in Hollywood, just so you know. And mm. there are animals. There's um, coyotes, raccoons. There's even a jaguar in Griffith Park. There's a jaguar, yeah. And there's also mountain lions. Yep. Yeah. No, well, it's a mountain lion. I misspoke. Yeah. It's not a jaguar. Jaguars are the black ones that live yeah. south. Yeah. But, but there definitely are mountain lions. There's I've seen them. I've seen them. He, I saw them at Fryman Canyon years ago. And he crossed the 405. He did. To it come into the park. It was a big deal. It was on the news. Amazing. Amazing. And so we are living among... But is he by himself? That's what I wonder. Don't you he, think he needs like a, a, like another... A bobcat? I would, I would love to. What give about him a bobcat? My friend has a part bobcat. Yeah, I would love for him to have a companion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably what he was looking for when he crossed the four hundred five. He probably was right, yeah. but could he be friends with a bobcat? Because no, we have a lot not. of bobcats. Yeah, they probably, probably fight. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, the coyotes and the wolves uh, became friends, and now there's a new species, the koi wolf. Really? There's Where a, are they? They're in the east, and they're living in cities. Really? Yep. The koi wolf. It's fascinating. Wow. Yeah. They in the uh, early 1900s, both nations' populations were diminishing. So the the two camps got together and like we got to do something about this, and they created a new species, the koi wolf. Oh. And it looks like a wolf and a coyote. They're beautiful. They are. Yeah. I mean, wolves are gorgeous. <laughs> They're really, really gorgeous. 
Yeah, it, it's funny that John said I had a cat because I I always thought <laughs> I have that. Yeah, I, because I'm a Leo too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to ask you about uh, the the notion of some animals are scary or bad or yeah. what do you think about what animals frighten you or make you feel like oh well, I don't want that I, animal. I feel like the trickster is yeah. the coyote. Mm-hmm. Like if I see that with someone, I'll know that that's the trickster. Yeah, that's true, and but. The trickster is actually just teaching how to laugh at yourself. Or to warn you to be careful of someone. That's true, but the it's usually involving, hopefully, a joke of some kind of like you're taking something too seriously. Not always. Oh really? Because I believe that there's good and evil in the spirit world and you gotta be careful. Mm. Yeah. So the snake. The snake. That's very perceptive of you because when I had negative yeah. things going on with yeah. somebody, there I kept seeing snakes on the property. Uh-huh. And well, so, are you afraid of the snake? No, I'm not no? afraid of any of anything. But I, well, I, I I don't think I'm afraid of anything. But but maybe I am, and I don't know it. But <laughs> but um, the universe and nature works with me intuitively. So if I see a snake, they're saying, oh, be careful of that. Mm-hmm. If I see a butterfly, I know it's my mom's spirit. Mm, and it's, yes. and it's, it's her yes. coming in. Like I did a reading yesterday and I said, your mom comes as a bird. She said, do you know what kind of bird? I said, it's a red cardinal. She goes, oh my God, it is, it mm. is, it is. I thought that was her. I thought that was her or him or her father. I can't remember who it was. And, and so nature when i do my readings you know when when we read as a psychic in an intuitive we we have a communication with our spirit guides we have a communication with our angels in the universe and so we have our own symbols that we've developed through mm-hmm. the years mm-hmm. so just because something means something to me it doesn't mean it's going to mean something to somebody else that's right because your understanding of that animal comes through direct experience exactly, of it. exactly. and there's no i mean we have books talking about other the author's experiences right. that give you an understanding like, it's like if i know there's a fly in the house, mm. I know that there's a there's somebody trying to get in. Oh, in, uh, right. Tricksters trying trying to get in the right. way, and I make. I don't like killing animals, but <laughs> I found a. Zzz. Oh right. Although if I see a spider, I put it in a thing and I put it outside. Interesting, right? That's the spider demanding respect. Really? That's the spider nation. They're not going to tolerate. The uh, the uh, mistreatment. They're not they, right. They have a very large presence. Yeah, I definitely like if I see certain animals, and then uh, and then I have mice in my house, mm-hmm. and I have live traps. Okay, so you'll so escort them out. Little we put peanut butter. <laughs> we put like designer peanut butter in it, <laughs> and they love peanut butter. And you put it in the live trap, mm-hmm. and then they come in, and they and they always come in in the fall. In, uh-huh. in, in the autumn. Yep. And we put them in the car. We drive <laughs> them half a mile down the road to the... Such luxury. Yeah, to, to, <laughs> to the park in the woods where there's a lake and stuff. I have... I I've probably every year I have at least 10 to 15 mice that I take. So I'd say you're definitely, definitely interacting with mouse medicine. Maybe. And it's an old house. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's... Mice can get into the teeniest, tiniest hole, and there's no way we can we can cover that up mm-hmm. because it has to do with the pipes or something. The guy said. Yeah. So we oh. just 
get the live traps and we take them down. And they've probably and been in that house for generations. Well, <laughs> I don't know, but we get the babies. We and, and wow. we take them. We and I will not kill a mouse. That's good. but I will kill a fly. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Yeah. And 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 also other animals. I I I won't or bugs. I won't kill anything. Uh, no. Yeah. I try not to. Yeah. Except the fly. Yeah. Mosquitoes. They're deliberate. Oh, mosquitoes. There you go. I'll definitely. That's uh, a good one. At least it just said a mosquito. Because yeah. if you know, if somebody comes into my space, right? <laughs> well, if they're gonna suck your blood. Yeah. I'm gonna defend know, myself. At least with vampires, you have to invite them in. Right. The mosquitoes just show up. You know what's interesting? They don't like me. Oh. Mosquitoes. Oh, All good. my life, they won't. They don't like biting me. They don't like. Hmm. I, I must be sour or something. I don't know. They don't like me. <laughs> they know better. They know better. Yeah. At least I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that. But that's fascinating. Yeah. What about bats? Oh, the bat. So you ask about the bat. Yeah. Whenever you mention an animal, that animal is with you. That energy is, you've got a curiosity to learn into that. Oh, so maybe you need Well, to I had an infestation of bats in my uh, did you? in 2011, and you I had did? all these major things happen right after that. So, like, it's wow. my life. So I think that the transformation or something? Well, whenever anybody asks about what the medicine means, uh -huh. I always ask them, what do they think it means? Oh, because it had major changes in it. House of Cards come fumbling down. And, <laughs> really? And, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Usually, that's been my experience with that that animal. Mm. And if you think of the 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 um, cultural position it holds, mm -hmm. where what uh, how do we portray the bat? Mm -hmm. And so that feeds into the energies that it offers. Right. And then you can. I've done a lot of reading about how other cultures viewed all of the different animals. And so the bat medicine is also viewed as the the medicine that makes the shaman. So it's a rigorous energy. Oh. It's enduring the things that are going to take your ego away. Mm -hmm. to are become they, are the they servant really blind? of the people. Are they blind? They are. They don't have that great of they radar, visual right? vision. They hear vision. Mm -hmm. They have. They echo locate. So mm -hmm. they'll send a sound out, and in the, they can feel the reverberation back. Are they dangerous, bat? No, not to. They're not to not physically, but. Energetically, they can be very frightening. They are frightening. They are. Fr they're. I'm afraid of them. A lot. Okay, of you ask me if I'm afraid of something. Oh. I'm afraid of bats. There we go. We found the bat. <laughs> That's about um, um, high, running away from things that scare you is the teacher of the bat. It's like the more you run away from it, the more scary and monstrous it'll get. So, yeah. like the vampire turns into a bat, and so when you have a fear. The lesson there is to um, turn to it because a fear is oh, really just... conquer your fear. That's how I got into the psychic work. I saw right. spirits when I was a kid and I didn't know what they were and I was afraid to be alone at night. And that's how I conquered my fear. Yeah, right. Oh, look, at he's got bats up oh on the screen. Oh, my gosh, they're Th Those adorable, are baby bats. But those they're are really adorable. cute babies, honey. Right. Those are babies. So, yeah, you wonder how the culture came up with that notion of scariness. So how can people connect with their and use their totems for guidance? Okay, so the really practical way, like a, a really just simple way is to gather images Mm -hmm. um, and like put them on your screen or, or around your house. Mm -hmm. And because on your computer screen. Yeah, it's a visual tool. Mm -hmm. And so you want to call that animal into your visual mind. Mm -hmm. And so uh, 
thinking about the the texture it has, uh -huh. or the what does it do with its feet? Mm -hmm. What uh, what kind of um, does it have a beak? What kind of thing does it eat? Bringing those qualities into your mind, thinking that's meditating on the energies and the behavior of that animal, mm -hmm. really calls that energy to you. I was in a park once meditating and, and really like just kind of scanning with my mind the features of a mountain lion. Oh. And just, you know, like feeling it. Mm -hmm. And what, and like feeling the claws and the paws and the fur. Mm -hmm. And, um, I spooked a horse. Oh, you're kidding. Because that energy was around me. Did you see Sunny looking at me? Oh! Like, Why did you spook a horse? <laughs> <laughs> because a, a rider was coming by and I was pretty visible. But when they approached, it kind of like, oh, because that energy around my right. meditation was very much in the And they the felt air. the energy of when it. When they, when they, because the horse saw me. Right. You know, I wasn't and, hiding. And horses pick up on energy. Animals pick up on energy. They, they know if they're afraid, if yeah. you're afraid. And them. they'll talk to you if you open your mind and your right. heart. I used to teach horseback riding and I used to... Oh, so you definitely have horse medicine. Yeah. And I, and I know that one of the ways I got intuitive was I, I always took the horses that nobody wanted because they were hyper or scary mm. or, or, um, high strung mm. and I would have to know ahead of time when they were going to like either want to throw me off or oh. or shy from the mailboxes on the road or whatever and I had to intuitively know ahead of time and think ahead. Oh wow. But I really think that that's what helped me to be more intuitive. Oh yeah, they teach that's what they offer. That's so they the taught teaching. me. So that's a perfect example of you saying the animals teach us. They do. They're the teachers. They I mean they've been here they they they've literally been here thousands of years before us. They're our elders. We were, we're um, last. So yeah. we have to listen. <laughs> we listen. do need to listen. Yeah, they've been doing something right longer than we have. The yeah, turtle. And if, and if, <laughs> if the turtle won the race. Oh yeah. I mean, he's been, he's one of the oldest. But if, if we just let nature take care of itself, the earth would be fine. It's mm. humans who screwed up this earth. Mm. We're all guilty, but it's our ancestors and our in you know the financial. We are in a learning process, definitely. Tell us what you think the learning is. I feel that the learning process we are in is about um, accessing the. Mech, the the tools we have because animals don't have the body that we have and but they have other sensory perceptions <laughs> they have four legs but we have you know these hands and the cerebral cortex that can do all kinds of technology right and so there is that difference but the perceptions of animals we want to incorporate back in mm -hmm. to, we did a lot of work evolving physically to be able to make things and and do construct right and now we need to get back to what it was like before we could do those things and incorporate what we accomplished right, right. we don't want to you know villainize but, but we're ruining our oceans and yes so we need to our get back water <laughs> our water our land i mean yeah it came with humans, a price 
humans are destroying the planet. It came with a price. The evolution of the human all, mind. All the plastic that we throw away, mm -hmm. all the crap, the things in our oceans, the even the 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 soda pop can plastic things that birds get their heads and it's kind of out of control there's no way i can possibly stop it uh, one person but we ha as a collective we can we could. and so what's tripping us up about that collective is that we want to remember what it's like to be in a collective and the animals right. teach us that Oh, that's, like a pack. That's right. Like the wolf pack. Yes. Like he does like it when he's with other animals. Other Remember dogs. you're part of something. You're not a single entity. You're not alone. Right. The animals don't feel alone. They don't. They As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They just are. That we're species that, there's different species that we're, one of, we belong to one of them. Mm-hmm. We, we belong to the earth. We're part of the fabric of earth. Mm -hmm. We really are. Everything that's on the earth is of the earth. So you're a healer, right? Mm -hmm. So people can call you and get healed? <laughs> no, I can't actually do it for what them. What do you do? <laughs> I wish. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Take the aspirin and call me in the morning. I'm just a space for people who are ready to find themselves. And do you do it always through totems or do you, do you do hands-on healing? What do you do? It just depends because all the animals, basically depends on the animal that's present because they could be a very touchy-feely animal. But you protect yourself, right? You put yourself in the white light and you make sure of it every time, right? Every day. Every day and you all work. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of healers don't do that and they end up in big trouble. They end up hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the healer gets hurt. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's and then sad. they're not healing much. No. So then they can't <laughs> heal anymore, so you know the difference. Yeah. And I can't, it, it's just an energy. Of, I can't, um, I just don't really make plans. If it happens, then I just am the, a space and like a pond. And if you're thirsty, that's the pond you could go to or you could keep walking. 
you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. You I'd... are lovely. Oh, thank you. You, you are, are lovely. truly, truly <laughs> lovely. And I so appreciate that you're here with us I today. I was so happy you invited me. I was like, there's oh. another otter. <laughs> <laughs> another otter. I'm so excited I'm an otter. I love that I'm an otter. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I have nine things, right? Yeah, you have nine. And uh, the ceremony that I help uh, offer people, uh, <laughs> they, um, I, the ceremony I offer uh, discovers seven. And then there's two that are left, which are the masculine and feminine energies. Oh. And those are discovered um, by you uh, or um, either through dreams or through direct. Uh, it's kind of like a, this is so weird. And every time I, I, get, I do a totem, I get uh, an email or a call and like, you won't believe the animal I ran into. And oh, it's like, and like it's the amazing, whale right? or something, you know. Yeah. And so they encounter the animal in some way. That's it's, incredible. And it sends tingles, and you just know that. Did you ever swim with a dolphin? Yes. Did you not like Well, it? that was actually. Was that incredible? Yes. And that is, a, that is well, you should do a whole episode just on dolphins. Okay, okay let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we should dolphins, yeah. We should I mean, do that because we'll bring you back. Awesome. Yeah, that would be oh, great I would love to. I, I would love to. They read my mind when I was swimming oh. with dolphins. They told but they're very sexual. Yes, they are. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think this is their planet. It is, right? <laughs> I think it's the dolphin's planet. Yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Yeah, because the the way that uh, humans measure intelligence is body size versus brain size. Right. They're more intelligent than we are. Because mm -hmm. their brain is... Proportionally, oh. they have larger brains to their body size. So They do. They are m way but more intelligent. I just want to say something. I'm going to cover his oh, ears a yes. minute. Well, he's very smart. Oh, yes. And he's got a little brain. But he's, but he's very smart. And that's what they teach. It's not about up here. It's about the body and the perceptions. It's about heart he's energy. He's like 5.4 pounds, and he's like he's like miracle. I know. He's incredible. He's amazing. Go say hi, honey. Go say hi. Well, thank you so much for <laughs> being you. here. And, and he's giving you kisses. And, and um, anybody at home who wants to know about their totem, do not hesitate and call the name on the call Jessica on the bottom of the screen and get a hold of her. And thank you. Don't go away. I have my friend here who's a healer. You're gonna want to talk. You're gonna want to hear her talk. Okay. Hey everybody. You probably think I only do individual readings, but sometimes I get a message for everybody. And I wrote a poem that was channeled through me, and I'd like to read it to you. It's called Until We Meet Again by Char Margolis, A Message from Heaven. My work is done, it's time to leave. Know that I am also missing you as you grieve. I completed my karma on the earth, and now it is time for my rebirth. I'm flying with eagles and dancing on stars. Please know that I haven't gone far. The love we have will carry us through until the day I am again with you. What an amazing journey this passing over can be. I am in good company. I know you hurt, but please trust me. Our journey together is for eternity. So until the day our souls reunite, stay peaceful and well and use your spirit sight. I will bring you signs from up above, a butterfly, a bird, 
my sign of love. Don't worry about me. I'm in good hands. Stay strong, stay positive, and continue to pray. When it is your natural day to graduate from the earth, look for me in the bright white light. We have completed our purpose and all will be right. This is handmade. It's signed by me. It's an affordable gift for any occasion. Just go to char.net and click on store. Thank you. Hi everybody, we're back. And I, my guest is Deanna Geisler who happens to be my dermatologist. And um, she's extremely gifted. She's, she's a physician's assistant, but the truth is, is that she's intuitive. She's also a shaman. And I wait to see her that rather than any doctor because she has an ability, I'm telling you, like she can scan your body and know if there's a basal cell cancer in it. She is like, she's like, she's like a trained police dog with that. She just knows when, I, and, and she's also intuitive about it. And she's, she's also like an artist because she's great with filler and Botox and everything else. So, um, Deanna, thanks for being here. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And, and, and also I forgot to say that you worked with Dr. Tesler and, in um, and did you do, um, hair implants? Did you do yeah. that? That's how I started my career in dermatology is um, starting doing hair transplants with Dr. Tesler. I was a full-time paramedic, and then uh, I started part-time doing hair transplant surgery, and that segued me into dermatology. Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. So, wow, you've done it all. I think, I think I've got to enjoy every, almost every aspect of medicine. Yeah, but yeah. but that's that's what makes you so well-rounded with everything. Why do you think it's so important for doctors to integrate different protocols into patient care? I think medicine is amazing nowadays, but we have people so segregated into sections. You know, we have our neurologists, we have our cardiologists, we have our gastroenterologists, and we divide people up into sections and forget about integrating everyone as a whole. You know disease is a product of a stoppage of flow and energy and it's really important that we keep our energy flowing you are familiar with the chakra systems right and energy and flowing and disease is just a stoppage or a, a blockage of energy flowing through one of those systems right and i think it's important to remember that as physicians and practitioners that a person's psyche is a very integral part of their healing and of um, of, of, of the disease process. Mm -hmm. And we always need to keep that in mind, that we're not just looking at a heart that's functioning, we're looking at a heart that's connected to a psyche and a mind. Um, in, in my field, we're not just looking at a rash. Um, there's a reason why the rash is there. Um, that makes such good sense. It's yeah. because there's an emotional component many times connected to everything, right? There always is. Yeah. And, and in my field, especially, you know, when people are under stress and they have an underlying genetic disorder of psoriasis or even acne, 
-hmm. or hives, those things are really triggered by stress. Boy, that makes such good sense. And everybody has something that comes out from stress, right? Yeah, correct. You know, so. you're right. I never even thought about it. People have rashes and people have heart issues and people have blood pressure issues. I mean, you're so right about that, but it's so wonderful that you encompass all of that together when you do your diagnosis. How, how do you use intuition in figuring out the best way to treat a patient? Really, um, by listening to them, really, if, if you really listen to a person and mm -hmm. not just listen with your ears, but listen with your eyes and listen with your mind and your intuition, um, the patient will really tell you what they want. They'll tell you the best way to, to, to treat and, and, and what direction they're going into. Um, I'll often look, look at a person and look at their rash, and the, the treatment is pretty straightforward for most rashes. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to do more than just heal their, their skin. I, I want to prevent it from coming back as frequently. So a lot of times I'll sit down with people and I'll, I'll ask them, what, what, when did this start? Mm -hmm. What was going on in your life when, when this started? Um, and by reading their body language, right, as well as, as, well as their words, um, we, we put it together. And a lot of times they have an aha moment. Aha, my relative is stressing me out, you know. So <laughs> you're, you're like pulling the truth out of them so they can fix it. Yeah. And, and I think that's the difference between, you, you know, walking into a room with your intuition and your in your mind open, um, it's a difference between being a healer and being a doctor or, or will, practitioner. Will you will you tell us a story about the patient who came in with scratches that would not heal, and it ended up being diagnosed with cancer? This was really interesting, and and the scratches had nothing to do with her diagnosis, but she was obsessed. She had these scratches that were healing just fine. They weren't infected. They were they were hardly visible. And she mm -hmm. called me when I lived um, up in Petoskey. She had she had been a patient, you know, downstate. Right. And she said, "Is there any way you can see me?" And I said, "You know, I'm in Petoskey. I, you know, it's three hours away, but I can refer you to a colleague." So I referred her to a colleague, and she saw the she saw the colleague, and she she saw the, my, the colleague several times, and the colleague finally threw up her hands and said, "You need a psychiatrist." You, you need, you know, there's something really wrong with you. Your scratches are fine. Uh -huh. So anyway, after I moved back down, she came in with the same scratches. And I, huh. I looked at her and I said, you know, these look like they're healing fine, but wh what else is going on in your life? Are you, is something distressing you? Are you, is everything going all right? She goes, you know, I've had some irregular bleeding and, and I really need to go to the gynecologist. And, and I, I've just really been putting it off. And I said, make sure you do that. You, you need to really get that taken care of. Yeah. And so she went. She told me later that she, she had uterine cancer, and she finally had it taken care of. Um, but it was just a matter of listening to them. You know, it wasn't, the rash wasn't from the, the cancer, but I was able to point her in the right direction just by listening to her. But that's amazing, because otherwise she wouldn't have known it, right? Right, right. And I, I mean, I that's, that's, that's like, that's that's divine intervention. I mean, you were definitely guided to help this woman because it was cancer. My God, did they heal it? 
she did. She had a hysterectomy and she had chemotherapy and she's wow. in remission. That's, so that's an incredible story. And knowing you, you probably have many more other stories like that because I, I know you. <laughs> I know you and I know how how sensitive you are and how you really take the time to to get to know the people that you work with and how you feel their energy. And most of all, you care. You care about I, everybody. I, I try to bring my uh, my full self into the room when I see patients. You, I, you totally do. I mean, I have to say you totally do. There's nobody like you that I've met Thank you. Thank you. That, that does what you do. And, and so what, it, what do you think is the most important thing any healer can do to maximize their patient care? Honestly, you know, when you enter the room, make sure that you're fully there. Right. A lot of times, like everyone, we're, we're busy, we think about other things, but it's right. really important to tune into the patient, just like you tune in when you do readings. You really have to walk in and start listening to, to the universe. And be hyper-focused, it's, right? Yeah, and I think I think you really owe that to a person if you really want to help heal them. Mm -hmm. um, also, listen to them. Mm -hmm. Patients will often tell you what's wrong uh, before you lay a hands on the, on them and before you, you you examine them. They often know what's wrong, even if they don't know they know what's right. wrong. Can I ask you something? You, sure. I know, and I know you do well. You do Botox and you do filler and stuff, but mm -hmm. is Botox dangerous? Because it's a byproduct of botulism, right? Yeah, it's a botulism toxin. But it's Botox, I think, is really interesting because we know everything about it. It works like a lock and key. So if you, if you take that Botox and, and use it in, in small quantities, right. you, you can control it very well for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still side effects and things, but they're fairly minor compared to what could happen if you use too much Botox. But, um, I think because it works in the lock and key and you're using it in a very controlled setting, mm -hmm. I think it's very safe. It doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier. Um, Wait, I missed that. Say that again? It doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier. So you oh. worry that when you're injecting you know, frown lines and things, that it's going to affect your thinking or your brain. Right. And it doesn't cross over into the brain. Right. It does affect muscles around it. How often should people do it then? You know, you know, the manufacturer will tell you they can do it every, as often as every three months. Mm -hmm. um, I think every, every four to six months is enough time. Okay, that's good to know because not everybody would tell people the truth about that because they want to make the money. Yeah, and actually and then, before every six months because I think you should have some movement back right? before you do it again. Okay. You don't want to cause too much muscle atrophy. You don't want to get too much in your system. Um, I, I just think that's a better way of doing it. That's really That's really great advice. You know... I wish we could talk longer, but we've got we've got to go. And um, maybe you'll come back if if you would and 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 be on Char Vision again because you're just fascinating. Thank you. I'd love to. Thank you, okay, Char. Good. Anyway, um, thank you for being here, and I miss you, and I love you, and and um, I hope I'll get to see you when I'm back in Michigan. 
I hope so. Okay. Love you too. Mwah. Mwah. Take good care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, we've got a reading coming up. So let's do it. Okay, Doreen, uh, please just be open about everybody living in deceased and their names. Okay, and definitely. It's, and it's not logical. Like two people may share the same name or initial. It might be a first name of someone living or a last name of somebody deceased or a middle name. So mm -hmm. if you could just be open about everybody, that will help me, okay? Okay, definitely. Okay, I, I always say a prayer of protection before I do this, and I've done this already, so I'm just going to go right into your reading, okay? Okay. Okay, I see somebody else that's a D, a D beside you. So do you have family that's a D? Um, my grandmother, don't her name is name. Doreen don't as say, well. Okay, don't say names. Oh. Okay, but your grandma's Doreen. Yes. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. So don't say names and just say yes or no. Okay. Okay, no worries. Okay, so I think you're, I feel like your grandma's around you. And then I'm also getting uh, somebody that's an A or M. Okay. Is there somebody deceased that's an A or an M? Um, with an M, yes. Is it M? Yes, as an, yeah. Yeah, M. is it uh -huh. a female? It is a female. Is she like Mary? Or, um, very or similar to that. A Marie or Marion or? Uh, very similar to that. It's M-A-R. Um, it is, it, do, would you like me is to it, state is the it relation? Is it M-A-R or M-A-U-R? M-A-R. M-A-R, okay. So it's Margaret, I don't know the name, but Martha, it's. There it is. Martha, is that your grandma or your mom? That is my grandmother. So we've got both your grandmas here, Doreen and Martha. Okay. Hello. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um have did did they are you changing something about what you do at your work? I know um, you, I know you said you're a teacher, but are are you changing what you teach or or adding on something? Yeah, I am on a temporary assignment. Yeah, uh, I see that there's a change. Yeah, so, last year was a younger grade, and now I'm at a middle school level. Right. So, what do you do? They like, like you're like the substitute, the long term substitute, or something. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> like, like yeah. you, like you fill in for pregnancies and uh, exactly long term, <laughs> whatever being away. Exactly. Okay. This is good. They like. They love you here. <laughs> Yeah, I I've here, been told. It's still I love it but too. But I feel like it's still important to put in for a permanent job. Yeah. And I feel like you're going to get one. And I feel like you're going to get a per. You want a permanent job, right? Yes, definitely. I feel like you're going to get a permanent job because of, uh, because you're proving t that you're good at what you do. And when there's an opening, they're going to want to put you in where you are. Okay, yeah. But also, because I feel like you like the school district, mm -hmm. but I also feel like you should look elsewhere. Are you looking elsewhere as well? I am. Um, I'm also looking for other opportunities that are similar, okay, that well, are along keep, the lines of this. Keep, yeah. keep putting your applications out and whatever, because you're going to be working. And uh, do, do you ever work with, like, reading? Exactly. Like Sylvan <laughs> reading or, like, reading... Teaching kids to read. 
Yes, I'm a reading interventionist. That's my background. Um, and I do currently teach language arts and social studies. Yeah, okay, uh, because I also feel there's money to be made with teaching reading and reading skills. Uh -huh. <laughs> that is very funny. And that also, been. I feel like you can do some tutoring on Skype as well. <laughs> Have you, are you doing this? Um, I'm actually in the process of putting together a plan as far as how to assist students because now there's such a tech education element that's kind of in the in the works of need, a lot of you education. You need to take advantage of this. I have cousins in Michigan who have a similar kind of business like this, and a lot of things are going to uh, Skype and homeschooling. Yeah. So you need to like you need to market it properly for your homeschooling and everything else so you can I feel like you can get a, a, a ongoing job but also have extra work on the side and be very busy if you want no definitely that is so interesting because that has definitely been and be proactive about it and make it happen this yeah. is not going to be hard this yeah is, no it's this true this is like it's it's time for a new beginning for you and this is all going to fall into place for you but you also need to market it more and the the families, even where you are, need to know that you're available to do this. And yeah. you need to market also to homeschooling people or families okay. who are homeschooling, okay? Yeah. Um, what, do you have two different nationalities in your family? Yes, I do. <laughs> Are they, I two do. Different, are they two different religions or just two different nationalities? It's actually both. Um, they are from both ends of the world, really. Um, would right. you like me to be a little bit more specific to help you? Okay. Um, okay. I'm not sure exactly where I'm going with this, but I'm seeing like, I'm just seeing two different nationalities. I don't know. And are you not sure what you are or no, I, I pretty or much am. You identified with one. Yeah. Okay. Did you recently join anything that's religious or spiritual? Um, I'm involved with a lot of um, groups that are focused on alumni organization, but it's a very, it's, it has a, a, I wouldn't say spiritual meaning, but it has definitely um, empowered and enriched me to the point of gaining some confidence that would be relatable to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I see you in a spiritual, uh, doing some stuff in a spiritual realm. And I, I, I like, feel, I feel like, you're going to help make a difference with other people and do also work with kids in that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're like, you, you have healing gifts with helping people feel peace or feel spirit or you, mm -hmm. it, you have a calling for it too, don't you? I do. Yeah. Keep doing this. There's a lot of good that's coming from it. Have you ever considered writing? I have. I feel um, like you at should. One point. I feel like yeah. you should also write, and try to. Um, you'll have to excuse me. My dog's hairs are all over me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you'll you'll I feel like you 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 could write something that could help people feel like they belong somewhere in a spiritual kind of environment, whatever that means. Does that okay. make sense? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Do you speak another language? Um. Yes, not fluently, but I ha I am exposed to that. Yes. Do you have family that speaks another language? Yes, I do. Both of my parents speak different languages. Two different languages? Yeah. Is one from Europe? Yes. Yeah. I cuz I'm hearing I'm hearing uh I I don't know, uh, another language. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah. There's I don't know what it is. It's more of a soft-spoken tone, yes. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Charvision. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.